This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Jake and Wow. Washington, D.C. Who here has seen this live podcast before? Cool. Yes. Who here is, uh, who's here for the first time? Wow. I thought I was going to get away with not telling my virginity story. I thought I was going to be too many like repeat customers, but no, that uh, great. Great. Looking forward to the break. That's exciting. A lot of first-timers. We could do anything we fucking wanted. It doesn't even have to be an advice podcast. Well, we shouldn't change the premise of the podcast because they, they bought the tickets and they're here, so... Oh, shit. All right. So it sounds like you've already changed the premise no, of the No, I wrote a play. <laughs> I did write a play. Yeah. So then it's not even a podcast. Yeah, not right? a podcast. You didn't change the premise of the podcast. You changed the premise of the show. House lights go on? Oh, my God. <laughs> Finally. It's a flash mob. <laughs> you guys can drink, right? Cheers. Namaste. Cheers. It's Saturday night, too. So exciting. This is your drink. Of course, and vice versa. You can tell that we don't like what, we, what the other guy drinks, huh? I loved yours. Really? Mine's, mine's matzo ball soup, though. That's why. <laughs> that's how my play starts. Mine was matzo ball soup. He never seemed to care. Come in. I, this place sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a Jewish guy gets a visitor? No. <laughs> Every play I'm in is not a Jewish guy blank. Just because I'm Jewish. The My protagonist character... was drinking matzo ball soup out of a cup. Non-Jews love matzo ball soup, right? That was so, so tepid. <laughs> and I know the person that said woo real quick was Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> keep uh, us on track. No, we'll keep, it, we'll keep it as it usually is, which is an advice podcast. Uh, it's actually the only advice podcast on the entire internet that Jake and I host. Right. You guys have heard it before. Sometimes we record it by ourselves. Sometimes we're in a room with 500 of our closest friends. <laughs> Tonight we're in Washington frickin' D.C. Hopefully, hopefully you guys can help us. What's that? He said no Obama, so. Technically accurate, but I didn't appreciate it. (laughs) He got the maximum time in office. (laughs) He did good enough. Yeah, he did the most, so you don't get to brag about that. That he left after the allotted time. That was the max. Yeah. That loser won twice, and then he bounced. Uh, All right, maybe you guys can help us answer some of these questions that have been sent from real people. Crandis? We did need a fake name, and actually, Crandis works. We can use Crandis. Crandis is back. They never left. And Crandis writes, Hi, guys, I'm Crandis. I'm at my eight, sorry, at my 18th birthday party in a sushi restaurant with my family, friends, and the girl I like. 
I accidentally sharted. (laughs) Who hasn't been there? Mortified, I ran to the bathroom, threw out my boxers, cleaned myself, and returned to the table. Just in time to catch a hibachi piece of chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants a shrimp? No, 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 no. I'm deathly old. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have shellfish. (laughs) Unfortunately, I was so rattled that my mom could tell something was wrong. And the smell combined with her suspicion led me to admit the truth to everyone. (laughs) I imagined that admitting the ridiculousness of it all head on might lessen some of the shame. Still, I fear this event will make things difficult with my lady interest. My lady interest also left early. How should I deal with this situation so that I still have a chance with her? Thank you, love, Crandis. Give it up for Crandis. Wow. That's tough. Why did, he, why did he come clean? Why did he invite the lady interest? Just a crush to a family dinner? No, the friends were there. They were friends. Why did you invite the family? This is a weird <laughs> gathering of people. My your mother, crush, your my friends, crush. Your mom, your dad. And his mom fucking grilled him so hard that he admit that he shit his pants at dinner. Why, Crandis, that was seven minutes. It <laughs> usually takes right? you five to shit, elbowing the lady interest. <laughs> Let me see your little butt, Crandis. <laughs> Turn around. In uh, fact, I'll go check to see if his boxers are still in the bathroom. You might be 18, but I've wiped you since you were a boy. <laughs> I've wiped you for 14 of those 18. And I know a shart when I smell it. Hibachi chef making a rice heart beat. Faster and faster as he grows nervous. <laughs> like the telltale shart. A little volcano that starts spewing stuff up. Yeah, onion volcano. Okay. Chocolate comes out. (laughs) It's all too much, mother. (laughs) Crush. All right, I sharted. Whoa, nobody was asking you that. (gasps) Birthday cake comes out. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) Sorry. Lady interest, no. So I think he needs, at this point, you need a new friend group, you need a new crush, and arguably you need a new family. Your mother can stay. What'd you say? He said, Mom, I'm sharting. Okay, that's good. Unsolicited advice. I think it's, yeah, it's unsolicited advice themed adjacent, which is arguably less gross than uh, the actual theme song, which is Mom, I'm coming. Coming, yeah. Is sharding the scientific term, or is that just a known colloquialism? Scientific. It's scientific. Well, that guy's not a scientist. He's <laughs> just a drunk person at the show who yelled, no Obama, so I wouldn't keep on turning to him for advice. <laughs> he is holding a microscope. <laughs> and a stethoscope. Holy shit, it's Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> sir, this is a big fucking deal indeed, sir. <laughs> we appreciate your time. Um, whoa. Oh, shit, you know what? This is programmed in for my play. (laughs) Yeah, the second scene takes place on an airplane. Um, Forgot to turn it off. Right, so what I just, I don't want to spend too much time on there, but, um, so there's a a guy drinking matzo ball soup in a cup, knocked at the door. So So he's waiting at an airport bar, and the Jewish deli and the bar are sort of adjacent. He jokingly orders a matzo ball tonic, (laughs) and the cute bartender lady, it's stupid when I explain it, but the... The cute bartender lady actually goes out of her way to make it, so he starts to sip it, and he's like, it's actually not half bad. My plane's taking off, and Frankly, I'm surprised there's a door in the scene. Because oh, yeah, an the airport, door, like, what's yeah. the, where's the door? What a, airport a, have you been into that had a door? door yeah. There's never it's a, a door. It's all bar. open. That, Come in. We're not That's doing, him on the airplane. So he's in the bathroom on yeah, the airplane, yeah. <laughs> inviting someone else to come in? Just in case, it's like a mile high club situation. <laughs> and is, he's in there, I, I imagine, he's sharted, sharted, sharting, yeah, he had sharting out the matzo ball uh, suit. Middle seat. Um, cool. All right. Well, and that's act one. 
No, we're not even close. All right, cool. Let's move on from that. What do you think this guy should do now that he's sharded himself at a sushi restaurant in front of his crush? <laughs> oh, yeah, we turned it into a hibachi restaurant, but that's not necessarily Yeah, but the sometimes, case. I don't in, in my hometown, there's sort of like a... Mix. It's, yeah, they just... Every Asian culture, they sort of smashed into one uh, <laughs> strip mall, and they're like, all of that is here. Called it a day. You can, yeah. You Korean get Chinese sushi, meat, sushi, yep, meets hibachi. Right. And, and it all used to be an IHOP, yeah. so it's... <laughs> And you're just sharding willy-nilly. Uh, I don't know if you can come back from that, but like you said, new friend, new lady interest, same family. Let's run it back next year. 19. Avoid the raw fish situation. Yeah. 19, we do it big. Yeah. No one sharts. Smash cut to a Chipotle. <laughs> oh. New crush. <laughs> Guy afraid to eat anything. Guac is still extra. And that's when the intermission hits. So it's a blackout. We're in the Chipotle, nervous. Wait, this is your play? Oh, yeah. Sorry. What were you asking me about? I'm just surprised that we went from an airplane bathroom to a Chipotle. Yeah. It feels like this entire thing is kind of centered around food in a (laughs) not that intelligent way. I was hungry when I wrote it, for sure. Uh, so it's all wish fulfillment. This person will rebound. Don't worry, Crandis. Things get better. You're 18 by 19. No one will remember that you're the little dude that sharded himself next to his crush and his mommy at his 18th birthday party. I'll take the opposite stance. This is uh, the worst it will ever be, and it won't get better. <laughs> uh, your nickname from now on is Little Shart Boy at school. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Follow up, pup. Let's Let hear know. from Crandis. All right, next question. Shall we? We need another guy's name. Frankel? Frankel. Great. I'm glad that you got that out. You were yelling it over and over again. And it'd just be kind of weird to have gone to the show and screamed Frankel and nothing, have nothing come of it, you know? Like, if you had gone home and, you were, and someone was like, how was the show? You're like, that was pretty good. But I yelled Frankel incessantly, and I was never recognized for the effort. So, Frankel. Good on you. Frankel writes... Fuck it. Let's choose another name. All right. Gene. <laughs> Edit that part out entirely. No, Frankel, we already got this far. I have a conundrum of my own. My girlfriend of three years has recently been texting her ex from high school six years ago, who is still part of her friend group. No big deal. About a month later, she decides to go out of town with her f- at her friend's lake house for the weekend. I got this weird feeling that he may be part of the trip since he has been around. The plane just landed in my play. That's why I just... <laughs> right. So he was in the bathroom the whole time? <laughs> well, uh, no spoilers, but yes. <laughs> he fainted. <laughs> okay. So spoilers. <laughs> About a month later, she decided to go to a, friend's, to a friend's lake house. I got this weird feeling that he may be part of the trip since he has been around the group more often lately. When I asked her who was coming, going... The ex was not included. After the trip, I asked her who all was there, and he still was not included. I had a weird feeling about it still, and decided to look at her phone. Dick move, I know. (laughs) When I looked through her messages, not only had she been deleting messages with him, sketchy, but I also found out that he did, in fact, go to the lake house, and he even rode up with her. I also found a selfie of them spooning. Oh. Now I'm confident she would never cheat on me. (laughs) What's more traumatizing, sharting in front of your mom or hearing you say, I'm confident my girlfriend would never cheat on me and hearing 500 people laugh in your face? (laughs) He's just on a bus listening to this. They chose my my question. I can't wait until everyone applauds when I say I'm confident she would never cheat on me. You want to listen with me, babe? What about you, babe's current boyfriend? (laughs) But lying about something this, uh, like this is a big deal to me, which I made clear in the past. Is it worth to admit that I snooped and busted her, or should I let it go? I need to find the evidence in a casual fashion. I did notice that, the, that his name in her phone is Zaddy LOL. <laughs> so maybe there's something there. <laughs> 
Any advice as to how to handle would be great. Toda, love Frankel. Let's give it up for give Frankel. Give it up for Frankel. So I do respect the confidence. But you she really, really trust this woman. She is fucking zaddy. But the, the photo is just them spooning. <laughs> there was an afterglow tint to it. It could have been a post-coital cuddle sesh. When do you do something in the casual fashion? Like, saying the casual fashion makes it so not casual, right? Yeah. You'd have to, like, get a situation where the phone is face up next to you. Mm-hmm. And then and it's like, oh, who's Zaddy LOL? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, why'd you jump? I, I mean, didn't... I know you'd never cheat on me, babe. <laughs> I'm just going to undo your phone in the casual fashion. You change your password. (laughs) Sweet thing. (laughs) Why are the iMessages blocked until you log in? Give me your face. (laughs) Turn to me, lover. Uh, It's hard to admit. It's like um, being a real detective. You can't get the evidence illegally. Mm. That's That's the hardest part about being the police chief. That's interesting. But... You need a warrant to get the phone. I don't know if that's the hardest part about being police chief. I feel like if you're like a career cop and like you rise to be a chief, you like understand the warrant part. Yeah. Like okay, so maybe hardest the hardest part is saying goodbye to your wife and kids and every morning. And not knowing if you're going to make it home at the end of the day or yeah. something. Yeah. Second would... hardest part is to do things casual style. <laughs> In the casual fashion. <laughs> Um, well, here's an idea. So since she is fucking this guy, we've all, everyone can agree on that, correct? By round of applause, she's fucking him. Great. <laughs> guy listening. <laughs> uh, bus driver, will you, will you steer the bus off a cliff, actually? This can is my stop. everyone on the bus? Jumping out. <laughs> but I just think that so, since she's lying to him, he can lie to her and just be like, I want to break up because I'm dating someone super hot. Oh. Someone, I fell in love with somebody else. And then she starts cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> and I he, guess if you're going to end it, you can end it in the illegal fashion, which is like, I stole your phone. I snooped on your phone. And you were, Bad on me. You were spooning your ex. Yeah. So worse on you. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Then, I don't know. You're a snooper. Yeah, but then she, yeah, she can always hit you with that, well, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I guess that when that happens, it's really just a stalemate, and you're like, well, this is over, so it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. Yeah, but you don't want to end it kind of a loser in that regard, because you're already kind of a loser, because you found the spooning of somebody else photos, the zaddy LOL. This is so sad to me. How does he, how does he spoon her now? You can't... Oh, okay. How about, oh, so let's lead into the sadness. So next time, as she's falling asleep, he spoons her, and he's like, let's take a selfie. <laughs> you could get some grilling tips from that sushi kid's mom. You know, yeah. like, how did she interrogate her son so hard that he told his crush that he sharted? Well, <laughs> like, what, what does this guy need to do? That guy just needs to re- smell shit, I guess, because that's what the mom did. <laughs> she, she was a hound dog for it. Or you change your name in her phone to Zaddy LOL. Zaddy LMAO. Oh, that's good. Zaddy 2. <laughs> also to Zaddy. Zaddy. Yeah, the Zaddening. Casual Zaddy. <laughs> Electric Zaddaloo. You're m- ruined. <laughs> Financially and emotionally, that much is clear. I really want to know. I want to, I, I want to give him positive advice, but it's really hard. Um, At the very least, he didn't cheat on anyone, so he's not a bad person. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, let's, let's follow that thread. What okay. else? Uh, kill yourself? <laughs> no, I don't know. No. You can have, yeah, you can be single, and being single is way more fun than having a girlfriend who's, uh, at the very least, spooning her ex secretly, which is bad. Even if she's not fucking him, I feel like spooning, illicit spooning selfie is, is grounds for term, termination. Okay, so let me ask you this. How do you break up with someone if you're not supposed to know the reason? Um, you tell them that you're really sick. That's good. Like a head cold or? No. They wish it was a head cold. <laughs> Stomach bug? Worse. 
Uh, tendinitis? Yes. <laughs> so that's fine. It's just a little joint pain. We can go to physical therapy together. No, my tendinitis is so bad that I'm going to die. <laughs> so you don't know what you have then. <laughs> my father's a surgeon. It really should be terminal. The, the disease has to be terminal. You also have to, you have to, I feel like you have to like address it. Because what if you are wrong? What if the picture is old? What if the zaddy is new? What if somebody's trolling her? You can't just not address it. I think you cannot address it. By forever, you know why. Ooh, what about a good old fashioned you know why? Ooh. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> and then she's like, it's because I fucked my teacher, isn't it? Shart. <laughs> it's that too. <laughs> uh, all right, you know why. Nailed it. We got there eventually. All right, did we get a girl's name? No. I want, I want one from, from, the, from back there. Sheila. Sheila? Sheila. 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 I heard of Sheila, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Sheila writes, Hey guys, love the show. I've been a religious fan of y'all since day one. Here's my situation. I've been dating a boy for a few months. It's pretty decent, I guess. I really do like him. Sounds awesome. But about three months ago, he told me that he really wants me to go on birth control because condoms slash pulling out makes sex suck for him. I agreed to go on it anyway because I think it's important that I'm responsible for my reproductive health even if he isn't willing to be slash care for me. <laughs> I've been on it for exactly two and a half months now, and this is where it gets bad. Now that I'm on it, I, haven't, I have been having some side effects. For example, I cannot stand the smell of sex. After we have sex, I have to hold my breath and pray that I don't vomit because it's so overwhelming. My thought was immediately after I could take a shower to avoid it so I don't have the scent on me slash can let the room air out a bit. But my boyfriend insists that I stay and cuddle with him. Going so far as to call me a bitch if I try to not do that. <laughs> and accusing me of not loving him. So my question is this. Is it a bit absurd of him to tell me to go on birth control, which I did, and then not allow me to address the negative implications of taking birth control? <laughs> or am I being a really bad girlfriend here? Okay, okay, let's hear the guy out. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> um, all right, no, I'll, I'll take... Um, I'll take the guy's position here. All right, that's cool. Yeah, no, I think I have a lot of the audience on my side. <laughs> so, wait, is smelling sensitivity a common thing? No. Some ladies do experience that. Guys shouldn't yell. They don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I've taken uh, them all. My woman's never smelled sex before. <laughs> I know it. I have an IUD. <laughs> It is funny that he's saying stuff like bitch and take birth control, but he also really needs to cuddle. <laughs> That's like kind of a sweet bully. <laughs> cuddle me, you bitch, is the neediest, <laughs> meanest sentence. Don't be such a bitch and hold me. <laughs> tell, me I, tell me I'm worth it, damn you whore. <laughs> damn, bitch. I'm well, scared to be alone. My self-worth is really tied to your validation, cunt. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, that was a risky one. <laughs> but we are making fun of an asshole. So it's fine that he said it. Um, no, she should absolutely break up with the guy, obviously. Yeah, that's a natural. That's a bad move. Yeah. A bad move followed but, by a worse move. Do you think that uh, you know why could like applies here at all? You know what? Like, she, he says, why are you breaking up? And she says, you know why? Oh, yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. And he'll be like, I actually don't. You're hurting my feelings, you slut. I don't want to walk through life without a partner, whore. I just feel shitty that my property is leaving me. I can't believe anything like this could happen to Zaddy. <laughs> Is it something I said, bitch? <laughs> Tell me if it's something I said, you whore. <laughs> Dump that guy. 
dump that guy. Dump that guy. <laughs> we oh, all man. agree. Maybe a fun way to do it would be to play the uh, the chanting part of the episode. Oh, yeah. So you should play this episode on a road trip. That's and right. as the chanting begins, you sort of do that jumping out of the moving car thing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Lady right onto style. a truck tire. <laughs> oh, it's worth it. This guy is that bad. Um, all right, let's take a break. We'll get a round of applause at home. You'll, you'll hear not some ads, but we'll talk to you, these fine people for a little bit. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's they have twenty four seven award winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness. It's a movement about not going to the gym. Fitness. It's nah. a. It's an anti-movement. Really, oh, it's a that's non-movement that's movement. A, is anti-movement yeah. one? Anti-movement. Uh, seems I'll like have it should to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti-movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's more fitness of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Uh, Actually, hey, Dave, Dave Rosenberg, can you get me a whiskey at the bar, bud? I don't know where you're at, but uh, can you make that happen? Thank you. Bye. And a vodka Red Bull, if possible. Now you know I didn't like Amir's drink before. Oh, that's real immature of you. And just a matzo ball soup, if you can. Oh, yeah. Should we break into Act 2 of your play? You know what? It's usually like this flash mob thing where I'm emerging from the crowd soaking wet in like this proprietary paste slash Vaseline thing because it's like a being a reborn because the first act ends 
with my mother in utero. And it's sort of a way of like combining every generation of the Blumenthal, which is my pseudonym in the play's family. That I feel like it wouldn't make sense to to do it right now. I don't think it makes sense in context. (laughs) You you go from an airport bar to an airplane to a Chipotle to your mother's womb, (laughs) and then you emerge naked from the crowd, covered in in Vaseline. Yeah, which makes sense if you you have to be in the black box theater that I'm envisioning. Is it a musical? I forgot to ask. It's a Seussical. What's What does that mean? It's like a Dr. Seuss-themed musical. So it's sort of like, okay, so it is a musical. It's a Seussical. <laughs> can I, I... You can't read it because it's not written. Can I hear a song? Can I hear a song from the Seussical? <laughs> it doesn't have to be... Oh, yeah, thank you. Um, he has our... Uh, yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate oh, I that. I appreciate it. That's Whoa, nice, look at the size of this that's thing. That's a heavy pour. I guess Dave let us down, but thank you. This is a pint glass of the shit. That's dangerous. If I drink this, I'll die tonight. <laughs> chug, 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 chug. No, let's hear, a, let's hear your susicle. So you emerge yeah. uh, covered in Vaseline, act two. Your mother has just reborn the newest blo- Blumenthal. Yeah. Um, and you're walking through the clou- crowd. Yeah, and I emerge sort of from the crowd, and it's like... You know, because it's hard, because I haven't... <laughs> I haven't warmed up, so right. usually I have a vocal coach on set, and he sort of trains me, and he yeah. throws well, me I, on I don't stage. Think, we're not like doing the whole place. So I don't think anybody's going to judge you if it's okay. a little raw. All right, all right, that's, all right. That's, fully, that's totally fine. All right. I feel like I don't want to like I don't want to like start it and stop it and like do we have an hour and a half to like because we don't have an hour and a half we obviously don't have an hour and a half yeah we have, but so like, I'll do like a small a small little snippet yeah why don't you just song. do like okay. a couple bars from the song a that's couple all. bars all right. Yeah. How many bars is a couple bars? <laughs> I just do like two, two stanzas. Minutes. Two like, stanzas? Not two minutes. Like, okay. Like two, two stanzas or something. Of the song. All right. So I emerge from the ooze. I just... I, I don't even want... Sorry. Don't interrupt me. <laughs> I now feel like I'm going to start talking. You're going to interrupt <laughs> me. All right. Ready? Two stanzas. Which is yeah. weird because I didn't write it in a... I'm no. not interrupting right. you, but I feel like you're not... Ma- One second. I don't want to... Because it, <laughs> I was it's, not talking that time. It's two minutes of pre-lapse silence and then... We're not going to give you that. Just sing. Just sing. Because a lot of it is like spoken words, sing adjacent. Do you know what slant rhymes are? I feel like it would be a waste. Whatever it is, just go. Fart! The earth explodes a gassy mist. From the Jew emerges a lisp. At this point, the entire crowd is blasted with foam, which we don't have. And then, if you want to hear the actual song, song part. Are you okay? (laughs) Oh, man, I hate it. (sighs) The rest of it is just the Beatles' White Album, played in full. (laughs) Close your eyes and I'll kiss you tomorrow. You know you how it goes. spray the crowd with <laughs> foam. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Let's, all right, let's just try to finish the show, man. We need another guy's name. I think I, think I heard the name Darone. Darone? Did I hear somebody yell Darone? All right, sick. Your father's name. My father writes. Cheers. So I met this busty chick from OkCupid a few weeks ago. Huh? We messaged a little bit one night, and I came over and we hooked up. Huh? When I went to her place, I realized that her room is a fucking pigsty. Huh? Shit everywhere, papers and dirty clothes thrown about, as well as a litter box for her fucking cat. I didn't really give a shit because I'm just here to hook up with her, right? So we keep this up for about a week until I realized I've had some bug bites on my feet. And I thought, well, this is strange, and I kept hooking up with her for another week or two. More bites ensued. I started suspecting that maybe this girl has bed bugs or fleas or something because her place is the only place I've been spending the night at. And one night, I swear to God, I saw a fucking flea on my knee. 
and I realize that this bitch actually has fleas. <laughs> As I type this, I have 30 bite marks all over my body. I'm afraid this can lead to a medical infection or a disease or some shit <laughs> because they're uncomfortable as fuck and make me look like I caught the goddamn bubonic plague. Here's my dilemma. We already know. <laughs> you should write that in the beginning. Also, we haven't banged in a while and I've just been hanging out with the occasional kissing and she says she loves me. I haven't even shown her to my friends and don't necessarily want to date her. What do I do? Sorry, they've been banging for two weeks, but it sounds like the last week they're just hanging out <laughs> in the flea-infested bed and she's saying, I love you to him. Yeah. So, I love you while, like, buzzes, fleas, and the biting, and the bed What'd bugs. you say? <laughs> Sorry, it smells like shit in here. I can't quite hear you. He attached photos of his bug bites, which did indeed look like little red bug bites. Yeah, he's covered in bug bites. This is a real question. Uh, have you ever dealt with a messy lady before? You're very strictly clean. I am a little bit of a neat freak. There was one time where I stayed at someone's place and they had like a dog and a cat and the dog kept on kind of like climbing into the bed and it was a little gross. But I never woke up with, uh, with flea bites. That, that feels like a lot. Yeah. I once sucked up with a girl who... It's not really the same, but she she was she was um she was a bat, <laughs> right? Well, it's, yeah. So it's not the same because this guy's just hooking up with somebody that's a little messy, and it sounds like you I you maybe fucked an animal. Uh, <laughs> like well, you're. I didn't say we went all the way. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So you. I what? tried to hook up with a bat. Because I tried. Was, yeah. Well, I was at a bar. I had one of these pints. Okay. And, and I was I'm, under a bridge. So were you at they, a bar or were you under a bridge? <laughs> So I walked out of the bar. I was kicked okay, out. Okay, so don't say you were at a bar like this story. Like it's it's the bat being in the wrong place at the wrong time. It was it was entirely on you. Yeah, it was like a lot of things that night. It was like the bats kind of looked like a chick that was hot, and then I leaned in. In what to way kiss. does a bat look like a chick? I that's leaned hot. in to kiss the Wait, bat. No, 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 go back because a bat is a small little flying rat. Yeah, it was like. Uh, do you and guys know what I'm talking about? Like, no one. Like a bunch of bats in a clump look like kind of this thick chick. And then, so like, because my glasses were all, I basically got my ass handed to me <laughs> at a club. And I. Sorry. I didn't realize that you had gotten your ass beaten before. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so you I'm had a vodka. So your night was. Within an inch you... of my life. And then I was, I stumbled home because no lift would grab me because I was. I sort thought of you went under a bridge. Afraid. You went home first? No, I tried to walk home and I passed by this, um, what's it called when you drive over a river? The... You already called it a bridge. <laughs> yes, a bridge. You and called it a bridge. And there was this. Um, a, gr a cluster. What's it called? Why are you forgetting bats? the words? It's bats. Yeah, but like, well, like you know, it's a murder of crows. What's that for bats? Um, a, s a s'more of blats. <laughs> and I swear to, I don't even believe in God, but on my mother's grave, You're, one of them legit well. did this to me. Like beckoned you, come hither. No, like fingered my butt. Oh. <laughs> so you. And so I up. leaned in for the kiss, which I would never do on a first date. <laughs> right, but you'd already been fingered. Yes. <laughs> so like, ooh, you're going to have to buy me dinner first. I lean in and then... <laughs> right. So you, you, were, you were attacked by... <laughs> you were attacked by bats. Yes, I was attacked by bats. You ruin every show trying to like get to the bottom of shit. I'm telling you what happened. You forgot the, the word bridge. <laughs> I have to pull all of these details out of you. Anyway. Okay. I had rabies for a year. You right. were there. You remember. So what should this guy do? Oh, yeah. Well, I guess he doesn't want to see this girl anymore. It seems like two birds, one stone. And his problem pales in comparison to yours. The, what, the you STDs. Forgot? You... Got oh, rabies the bat from, thing. Yeah, 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 looking up with bats. I thought you were talking about the other All thing. All we talked about for the last five minutes was just bats. <laughs> yeah. I, for, I move on to like the next thing so quickly. I thought you were talking about getting funding for my fucking musical. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a concern. 
Like, so I just opened to 500 eager customers <laughs> who were kind of know. literally begging me for more. <laughs> really? I think so. <laughs> so... You, you want to do more of your musical? No, I don't need to do more. I mean, if they want to hear more, I'll do a little bit more. I guess I have a... Um, so can we do, what would you say, the opening number or the close? Like, what? Uh, yeah, what's... One what, and the same. They are one and the same. One and the same. Well, I don't understand. Is it fucking do freezing you, in here? No, it's, it's very temperate. Everything's fine. You have rabies still. <laughs> Yeah, I was supposed to take like 12 pills today the size of a Twinkie, and I wasn't able to... All right. Okay. What you say you wanted? You... I didn't say I wanted anything. You offered to sing to everybody. Yeah. And they sort of... They, they gave you that attaboy. They said you can do it, and then you uh, talked about how you had a sore neck, <laughs> and then you instantly <laughs> forgot that you had promised to sing in front of 400 people. Yeah. 500, yeah. Okay. All right. It's very self-aggrandizing. Um, so you, what did you say you wanted? I don't. I want you Is my to. My guitar back there. If I don't think I brought it. You didn't. <laughs> you, if you have a song that is the the opening and closing number of your of your play, it's an overture, so it's just musical. I'd need my guitar, my uh, recorder. So if you needed two instruments that you knew you didn't bring, you shouldn't have said that you were going to do it for everybody. Okay. All right. Let's save the notes to the end of the show. Steve Spielberg over here. Here's how you kill two birds with one stone if you're... What's this guy's name again? Daron. Yeah, Daron. Your father. He doesn't want to be with her anymore. Right. She says she's in love. She's obviously a fly. So what you do... And you would know because you have hooked up with the flying insects yourself. <laughs> uh, either smash her if she's a fly or if she's a regular person, a pretty person, you say, I'd love to be with you, but I'm very OCD about my uh, being neat and you live in a fucking pig pen. So I don't think this is going to work out. That's, I guess, I mean, that's a definitely, that's one mean way to do it. You could invite her to your place um, as long as she doesn't show up and bring the fleas. So you, you like meticulously clean your apartment. You invite her over and you're like, look at how nice life can be. Spider webs everywhere. <laughs> she's probably getting freaked out because she's you're, a fly. You're obsessed... <laughs> This is like a far side comic. I, I feel like you just like glossed over. You misread the question. She's not a fly. <laughs> She's not a fly. She just wasn't clean, right? Yeah, exactly. So, which I think you brought up. That she was a fly? Did you not? I've barely spoken because most of, this, <laughs> most of our stage time, you've been singing a weird play and talking about how you were molested by bats. <laughs> All right. Okay. What would you do, Sherlock. I said I'd clean my apartment and just, you know what, fuck it. I guess swatter, because maybe she is a fly. We can all agree on a swatting. Um, we okay. have one last question, if you guys are okay. This one's about something I'm not completely familiar with. It's Sex? about... <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm not, I, know, I know you fucked a bat. I apologize. I forget. I didn't. We got to third base. All right. One third guy bat. who got the poster... We need a guy's name. You know you didn't get the poster, Dankle. <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. In, in honor, honor of, of the guy that printed all the posters. <laughs> Jeffrey Rosenberg writes, Prom time is approaching, and I'm quite excited to celebrate the culmination of my high school career. <laughs> you didn't do anything, man. <laughs> Although I had a great time last year, there was a slight problem. When the time came to ask for prom dates, I simply asked my date if she wanted to go with me. And of course, I did so with enthusiasm and a smile. She was both surprised and elated, and we ended up having a great time at prom. Jesus, where, what could the butt be? <laughs> However, my friends and hers were not satisfied with my promposal and proceeded to tease me for being trite and boring. I don't plan on making the same mistake this year. And I was wondering if you guys had any cute or coy suggestions on how I should prompose. Also, how did you guys ask your dates when you were in high school? Thanks, homies. Y'all are the best. Love, Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Rosenberg. Thank you, Jeff. 
So, I didn't even have promposals at my school. I don't know if it's a newer thing or a private school thing or what. I we also did not have promposals. So who here was promposed to? Who here had such a good promposal we can ask you about it? Because we're very confused oh, as to what those Oh, you're pointing entail. to someone who doesn't want to talk about their promposal. So you that's either definitely who we have to talk to. Who here was either promposed? So, no, this you had you did an epic promposal that you're now mortified by. Is that what happened? Okay. What did, what was your promposal? <laughs> you, you filled, filled her room at home with balloons. So it's sort of like a prank. Like it's <laughs> after she said yes, she had to pop three hundred balloons. What? You were in the balloons? <laughs> you were in a giant balloon? You cut your fingers up and put them in little balloons? <laughs> was it a helium balloon situation or like balloons on the well, ground? Well, you got a problem with me! <laughs> Sounds like Dave doing Jeff. <laughs> Sucking on a helium from the balloon. Uh, that's, that's pretty good. That's pretty good, filling up a room with balloons. Was it, can anybody beat that in terms of being prom post? What's that? Okay, let's come on, come on stage. Wow. Yeah. Bold. I wonder if this is the promposal that happened to her or if it's just her idea for one. Either well, way, it's going to be a great time. Yeah. I mean, we won't know until we Great we're job. There. Hello. I'm Amir. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Hi, so, Jake. Nice I, to meet I you. you Cheers. What is your name? My name is Aaron. Okay, Aaron. Were you promposed to in a specific way or did this just happen at your school? So this is my brother's promposal. Okay, so this is your brother was promposed to. No, my this was what my brother asked his girlfriend to prom. Um, the basic story is he just made a big old poster and he was going to climb up on top of the roof of the school and hang this bed sheet that he had painted saying, like, Shannon, will you go to prom with me on the bed sheet? Um, my brother decided to climb on top of the school, which you're obviously not allowed to do. Oh, and I see your brother back there. He's blowing into the tubes <laughs> in a wheelchair. Um, but I know, fucked up. My brother has a uh, air for the dramatic, so he decided that he should disguise himself when he did this, and he wrapped a T-shirt around his head like a balaclava. I'm from here. You don't climb up on top of a school in D.C., with a balaclava on your head. And he has also rolled the poster up into a long, tube-like thing. (laughs) And of course he shouted death to all because he's like, my haters can suck my D. This is the best proposal of all time. So my brother is on top of a school with a long tube and a balaclava, and uh, the janitors are like, excuse me, absolutely not. Uh, and they called the police, and helicopters came. Um, this proposal is getting cooler and cooler. <laughs> Molly, will you go on a date with him? <laughs> Flowers. I'd also like to add that my brother was the valedictorian of his graduating class. So the rest of his class was really dumb. <laughs> um, and my brother, after all of this, he like tries to climb off the roof, and he sees like you know police and janitors and the principal of the school, and he's like, I, I don't know what I did. Uh, and they're like, well, we can call your mom, or you can do two weeks of community service. And he's like, I will take the community service. Thank you so much. And they do not tell my mom. mom. Tell her I'm just volunteering for fun. <laughs> Under no circumstances, tell my mom. Uh, and she said yes. So there you go. Ah, that's a very a happy good story. ending. Great Thank job. You. One more time for, do you remember her name? Erin. Erin. <laughs> Promposals are hard. Yeah. It's scary and nervous. I wouldn't want to ask somebody out in public. That sounds terrifying. Right. I hate that that's the new norm. Thank God I'm not 18 anymore. Now if I ask a girl to prom, which I've been thinking about doing, but not necessarily committing to. I wouldn't. There's a a Jake in a mirror where you ask someone to prom. (laughs) It's called prom, right? That's right. You play a... I mean, you're a 30-year-old, and you're going going to prom in this video. (laughs) Hoping that <laughs> that everyone pours milk on a popular girl and chants moo cow moo. <laughs> yeah. 
So there's that. Yeah. Would you have the huevos to prom pose if you were 17 years old? No. Back when I was going, to, I mean, prom for, for me was all about just like making sure I didn't go alone. So like there wasn't like a, like a big, I ask somebody. It's sort of just like a, like a pact. Like going to prom together is more of just being like, do you want to not go alone together? Yeah. So that's what I did. It also seems like it would mortify the recipient of the question as well, because it's like a public display of affection towards someone who's sort of on the fence about whether or not they even want to go to prom with you. Right. You're on a flagpole with a what appears to be an AR-15, but is actually <laughs> oh just a God. sign. <laughs> Shoot, I'm in love with you, Carol. I bet I can search funny epic promposal fails on YouTube. Oh, there's got to be a compilation. Yeah, like the guy who went to unfurl the banner and like sort of fell and was dangling. The girl says no. <laughs> um, so cute promposal suggestion, God. I think the, the junior year sounds like it was really great. You uh, did it friend, in a friendly way, had a, had a nice time. Mm -hmm. And what happened? He was teased. The worst thing to happen to a high schooler. That college senior gets it. Yeah. Or incoming freshman gets it. Um, private promposal. I should have thought of this beforehand. Private promposal? Yeah. What's a good promposal that's sort of private? The sharding is not a bad idea. <laughs> You sure. invite a girl to a sushi restaurant, right? I feel like you're running with the sharding, and I wouldn't. Is there, like, an adhesive that only sticks to shit, wherein he knew that so quickly? Another scientist? If you could just shart, and it, it, pff, the text appears, kind of like the printer idea. Oh, that's fun. Sort of like a magic trick, but like a magic shit. Yeah. So you, like, so you go on, you, you... Fart onto a big poster. Your parents like, are there. Your parents, your they friends. They have to be there. And then your lady crush. Your, yeah, your parents, your friends, your lady crush. And you fart onto a poster and it says prom question mark. <sighs> yeah, and it's like this green cloud and it goes like. <sighs> and, you, and, and the message appears kind of like black magic or brown magic in right, this case. Right, you will. And then it says, Cheryl, I assume this girl's name is Cheryl. Will you be my prom date? I feel like that's too much text for it all to come out of his ass, don't you think? It'll be you, like a couple pumps, and then you sort of shake the poster to develop right. the film. Oh, so you're like squeezing it like it's <laughs> a toothpaste tube or something. Yes, just exactly. Like, like squirt, 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 squirt. I wonder if you can just like, just shit onto a piece of paper and give it to her and be like, you know what this means. <laughs> like, she, it doesn't have to say, Cheryl, will you go to prom? It can just be like a smear of shit, and yeah, you'd be like... she'll get it. You get the idea. Like, I obviously like you. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. That was a headgum podcast.